Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 105 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Joshua Unruh. Last night, our friends from Absurdist Productions held a party at Luton XP to launch the Kickstarter for the amazing game, Chuascaria. Joining us to talk about it is Will Thompson and Dave Tom- David Thomas. Guys, thank you so very much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. How did the party go? Well, I'm losing my voice, so that gives an idea. <laughs> um, we had a great turnout. Uh, I don't know how many people exactly were there, No, the um, place was packed. I think s- over the course of the night, between 6 and 11, because that's how long we were there, somewhere around 50 people came in and played the game. We had four copies of the game out. Game plays up to six people, and at any one time, all four games had people playing with other people watching them play, waiting to play. Mm-hmm. So that's it, awesome. it, it was great. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I, a lot of people, a lot of great feedback from this game. If So we don't have to force people to go back and listen to the first time we did this. Yeah. Tell us about Chihuascaria. What is that about? Okay, so Chihuascaria, a cutthroat game of gluttony, is a cutthroat casual card game based on a Brazilian-style steakhouse. Your goal in the game is to eat as much meat as possible. It's worth positive points while avoiding the also delicious but ultimately unsatisfying sides and desserts, which are worth negative points. And then you have various cards that you play to steal each other's plates, steal food, stop people from eating, force them to eat when they don't want to, and generally just, you know, backstab each other. and Manipulation. Try to, a lot yes. of manipulation and just, yeah, a lot of alliances form over meat. <laughs> and just yeah, try, okay, know. buckle up for the jokes because I'm just going to tell you right now. Meat manipulation. I'm just. It's, that's. I'm. I'm just gonna go ahead and blow the doors off this. So buckle up. Also, it's put great. us on the headphones if your kids are in the car and you don't want to explain why stuff's funny. It's, it's fun for kids. It's even funnier for grown-ups. It is. It's. It is. A, this is. Yeah. Playing this is how with I feel playing for... Pokemon. Because everything sounds dirty in Pokemon. So it's the same. Well, just yeah. Keep when, a straight face. Considering you're having a meat party with a whole bunch of your friends. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> at one point in the game that I played last night, somebody's entire plate was a sausage party. <laughs> <laughs> we chatted about this. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I just, and, and so what has been the reaction? As I know you guys have also, you were at SoonerCon, yeah, uh, different did. conventions. So. Yeah, since you've been with us, you have been playing this thing constantly and all over. Right. So uh, Yeah, I think since the last time I was on here, I've, I've played the game, like, demoing with people a hundred plus times. I don't even remember at how least. many times I've played At least. I know you've, we've played probably at least 20 times. Yeah, so I've, yeah, I've, I've played it a lot lately, just, like, over, I would, I would go over probably the last cl- six months. Probably closer to, like, <clears throat> 500. Are yeah. you tired of your own game yet? Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> I understand. No, it's, yeah. So, no, so, it's, no so, like, sometimes I have to take a break playing another game, but, I mean, I still really enjoy playing it, especially just seeing that, people's reactions that, to it. I so. expected that answer. That's why I asked. Yeah. I mean, that is a testament to the thing, mm-hmm. that you, you couldn't know it more inside out. You couldn't yeah. have played it more, yeah. and yet you're like, no, it's still pretty fun. Oh, I'm pretty <laughs> into this thing. Yeah. It's like, so, yeah, it's been a, it's been a great reaction from people. Um. Uh, so the Kickstarter started, we launched yesterday at around lunch, 11.30, and we are up to, I believe as of now, 62 backers. We're at 16% of our goal. We got 29 days day. to go. Yeah, wow. so, one yeah. day. I was backer 28, Yes, just <laughs> so <laughs> everyone knows. And I got the two-pack. Two mm-hmm. So I think it's, mm-hmm. what, what? Uh, 30, 38 plus shipping. Yeah, tell us you got it. three levels. Tell us about yeah, your levels. So we have the $5 level. 
the five dollar level has no shipping, but uh, you'll get a um, basically will you'll get a PDF of the print and play version, so you could print out the game, put in sleeves, and you know play it that way. Uh, the twenty one dollar level is a single copy of the game uh, and the print and play, and that one's it's twenty one dollars plus shipping. So it varies on where you know where in the world we're trying to ship it to, mm-hmm. and then we have a two pack, so two copies of the game for thirty eight dollars plus shipping. Yeah, so someone's getting that for their birthday next year. There you year. go. Well, and and or and we we <laughs> nobody in this room. We had discussed we'll all the possibility <laughs> of whether or not it could be a two deck game. Uh, have you have you tried um, that? I have not tried it. Uh, just based on how the game's built. You could do it. It's just going to be a longer oh, game. Yeah. It's you know you're probably if you if you mix two decks together, you're, the game's probably it's going to take you know probably close to an hour. Yeah. As opposed to the twenty five to thirty minutes it currently takes. Whereas it's it's probably best to just play it for twenty five <laughs> because then you can turn around and play it again. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People do. People were last night. We had a uh, one table that I, I kept walking back <laughs> by them, and it was the same people who from six o'clock all the way until I left around eleven or eleven thirty were just playing the game. Yeah, over they, and over. they they kept that one box. I mean, there was they had two seats where other people swapped in, but the core four. They just kept playing over and over again, <laughs> and they were swearing vendettas on each other. It's like, you're, you're going down this time. You're going to get it. Yeah, Which, again, so. the reason, the great thing about it being a 25, 30-minute game is you couldn't turn around and immediately want to play that again. If you play an hour-long game, you know, oh. uh, you don't necessarily want to turn around and play it again. But for some reason, Especially you could actually play. Especially if you lose. Play. Yeah. <laughs> Who uh, stuck me with all this salad? <laughs> Table flip. <laughs> Table flip. <laughs> uh, so, so... The, the, yeah, the best the thing, it's $38, $21 for one, and yeah. 38 for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so certainly it'd be a great, great gift. Great, yeah. you know, but now it won't come out until next year. So that's yeah, something right. to, to let people know about. Yeah. yeah, assuming we do fund, which we are very hopeful, <laughs> but assuming we fund, uh, then we'll get the money. Like everyone will get, the way Kickstarter works is you pledge to it. You don't get charged unless we fund if we fund, everyone will get charged uh, basically first week of October. We'll get the money around the third week of October and then start the whole process of getting it printed and whatnot. And it should start delivering to people around the first week of April. Right. Which is and that's you know, what you're talking about. This is if everything comes out perfectly. Yeah, it, you never know if there's going to be a typo that you're going to have to yeah. send it back. Right. We, we've gone over things with a fine tooth comb like a million times already, but we will continue to do that mm-hmm. all the way through the product, process up until we place the order. So, um, and yeah, things well, do and happen. It's a produ- I mean, it's a production process, right? right? Yeah. Like like the a, a mistake may happen or a delay may happen that is not on your right. Exactly. It could be you something know. at the printer. It could be something at the shipper. These things happen. They happen to a lot of campaigns. Um, we've done our research and and uh, tried our best to use all the best practices to make sure that things come out on time. You know, most most Kickstarters are late. We right. hope yeah. we're on time, but if we're just a little late, that's still probably you know better yeah. than what a lot of people do on Kickstarter. Not knocking anybody's campaign because a lot of great things have come out, but. Um, but yeah, we, we're we're doing everything like absolutely in our possible in yeah. our power to make sure that people get it on time. If people buy the twenty one or the thirty eight dollars, do they also get the PDF? Yeah, they, they'll also okay, get, they so. also get the PDF. Keep you um, busy in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. So um, I actually I got a, you know, I wasn't quite. 
I'm very happy we've had a, a really nice uh, reaction so far. But uh, yeah, I gotta send out that link here soon to the people who've already backed, so they can start they can download the PDF if they're interested in it. Oh wow, that's usually right. something most people don't do until after the Kickstarter is nah, funded. I'll, so that's I want fantastic. them to have it out there so people can show it off and hopefully get more people to back. Sure. Yeah. Let's, hey, let, let's take a step back uh, because some of our listenership may not. Um, I mean, I've backed. I don't know. Less than a dozen things on mm -hmm. Kickstarter. But I mean, I get it, right? Like, I've yeah. done it enough that I get it. And then a couple of my friends that are just like, uh, here are the nine things I'm backing on Kickstarter today, oh, my I God. Yeah, I know. Um, I saw, but it's worth saying like. that it's somewhere in between. You, I try and think of this thing whenever I back something on Kickstarter. Somewhere between... I just really like the idea of this project and I want it to exist out in the world and a pre-order, right? right? Like yeah, somewhere right, yeah. in between there. Exactly. Um, because, you know, when you make a pre-order with a lot of things, it's a big mystery. Like it's a curtain behind which you don't know. They don't talk to you about it, right? Yeah. Like I, 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 I pre-ordered a book on Amazon this week. It's supposed to be here in January. Right. If it doesn't get here in January... They're not going to tell me why. Like my pre-order is just going to sit out there. And I think for me, the 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 best Kickstarters that I've backed have just been in communication, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And and so if we, I want to, for anybody who hasn't backed something on Kickstarter or hasn't done it a lot and is maybe thinking about dipping their toe in this time, these talks about delays and stuff. That stuff happens in your life constantly, mm -hmm. and you just don't notice. That's uh, a side effect of this kind of democratization of, uh, yeah, right. of crowdfunding is now you might be super aware of it for the first time. These aren't actual risks. No. I mean, they're, they're no, not. Yeah. It it's happens like, to you constantly. Yeah, it's like when you a lot of times when you pre-order something on Amazon or, you know, you, you pre-order a book or a video game or something. Usually they don't actually they say this will come out like third quarter, etc. Yeah. So they, they like what they're doing there is they're padding their time saying, you know, Somewhere within this three-month span, it could be at the beginning, it could be at the end. Mm -hmm. With Kickstarter, when we create it, we have to say, by this month. That's It's just the way the, the, they work. No, because there's an accountability part exactly. of Kickstarter right. that even if you miss, and I think a lot of times, because there's so much production involved, yeah. I, a lot of the stuff that I've backed has been, um, uh, well, uh, um, I've backed a couple of like minis, heavy games. Like I know those things are going to, they're not. They got a sculpt. There's still stuff that needs to be sculpted because right. they hit yeah. goals or whatever. Projects, there's yeah. all this stuff, and then even on the side when it's just like a role playing game book or something, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get that PDF, and then the book is going to take a while, yeah. right? Because right. printing is a process. It's just again, these have been hidden from us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. right. You and, usually and, don't know that that's going on. Yeah, Kickstarter does make all that stuff really apparent, and that's one of the great things about it because it 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 empowers the consumers, the backers. It also empowers the project creators because People like us, this is this is our first um, published game that we're mm -hmm, publishing mm -hmm. ourselves, our first Kickstarter campaign, um, and this is stuff that we wouldn't be able to do. We wouldn't be able to afford to do it Absolutely. without this platform. Yeah, but, without people's support. Right, and, yes. and one of the greatest things about it is that it's not just um, us making a product and putting it out there for you. It's a collaboration. You know, we've, we've gone around and gotten feedback from a lot of people we've played with. We've still got another 29 days for if anybody has a comment, a question, mm. a suggestion. All that's coming back to us. It's a, it's a collaborative process. You get to talk to the people who are creating the thing that you want to see in the world and interact with them. You know, it's not just a one-way street like it is with traditional media. Yeah, it's and a pretty I, finely tuned not, game, too, really by is. the way. So I oh, think, yeah. yeah, I like that you're leaving the door open for possibly running into something oh, that yeah. needs tinkering. Well, but real talk, 
Oh, it's pretty finely oh, yeah. tuned. No, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, I, 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 I You've lot, played it a little. I put a lot, I put a lot of work <laughs> in trying to get it you know, as tuned as possible. Uh, like last night, I had a few questions from people. Some of them I was able to just you know point, you know, look at the instruction manual. They found it were good. There were one or two where they asked me questions like, "I'll write those down and think about them." So you know, I mean, it's. I will say every time we had a question. It actually worked the way I expected it to work. Like it, it was worth asking because we it's new game. Yeah. yeah. I, I have had the experience where I bring an expectation of language to a game. Yes. That the people who made the game did not bring. Yeah. And that makes them jerks. No, they're, um, they're, they're, but uh, but I mean, you know, it, but then everything was like, oh yeah. I mean, that's basically right how it's written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, the the rules writing is 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 an area where Dave and I I think have some some skill in that because we both have a background in um, in educational uh, technology yeah. and instructional design. Mm-hmm. So we we've got some background in actually writing technical documents yeah. and things like that, which transfers over to games really well. Yeah. Um, so I think the rules are are personally I think they're really clear. I've read through them. Well, a even times. rules aside. The, the text on the cards yeah, like, that yes. tell you to do the thing. Again, we checked because, you know, new game, yeah. you don't know. But, uh, but I mean, it all worked like they yeah. were written on yeah, the card. Yeah, there was a lot of wordsmithing in there to get there. And I also, um, you know, we, we, we know graphic designers and mm-hmm, artists mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And so I actually, um, I contacted a copy editor that we know. Mm-hmm. And I actually commissioned her and said, you know, how much would it cost for you to look over all this stuff and, you know, edit it for me? And, you know, so, you know, we even you know, took, yeah. it, took it like, you know, we have a background in technical writing, but it was like, here's someone who, like, this That's is what dirty. they do. Uh, if you do that at work, you probably have editors, even if it's passed to the left. Yeah. So it's. Pay your editor people who yes. write things. Well, like, I mean, yeah, our, they're like, worth it. Yes. I actually, uh, on our, it was funny because it, it actually made her tear up. I actually have on the, on our rule thing, on our, the credits on the back, me as the game designer, Will was the developer, Ellie was our artist, the, uh. Additional graphic designer Shayna, she's the one who designed the fancy manual for mm-hmm. us, and then the copy editor Jacqueline. Yeah, like I, I put her name on the thing because you know, yeah, people de- people deserve credit for the for their contribution, sure. what they've done. Um, well, copy editors are so very important. yeah, and we couldn't have done it without yeah. they, they are, and they're people. so underappreciated. Yeah, because yeah. they do, they do. It, it, and anything you pick up, anything you read. <laughs> Has been through a copy editor and it's, well, or it hasn't. Yeah, and you can, you, tell. And you can tell. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, if it hasn't, there's a problem. Well, I got a couple questions about your your game. First off, how many cards are there in your? Um. So the the game has there's 112 cards total in the box. 60 of those are food cards, so the 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 meats, the sides, dessert cards that you're trying to collect or avoid. Mm-hmm. 40 of those are the action card deck, so it's the action cards, reaction cards, and then the special cards that are in there. And then there's six rules reference cards and six of the food request tokens, which if anyone's ever been to a Brazilian-style steakhouse, it's those the little cards that have red on, green, on one side, green on the other, that you flip to tell them to bring you food or not. You spend a lot of time flipping those over to hose each other in the game. <laughs> yes. Yes, and those were a lot of fun to play with. Oh, good fun. Yes. Yeah. And uh, speaking of the card components, um, we've got a few stretch goals planned. So right now we've got um, sort of your basic standard. They're, they're, they're poker-sized cards, and they're good quality. Um, if we hit certain goals in the campaign um, for number of backers and the amount of money we raise, we'll be able to, we'll have the money to increase those to like a, a thicker, like casino-style mm-hmm. poker card, linen finish on that, linen finish oh, on the box. Wow. Way up there we've got things like replacing the uh, the cards that are the uh, the food request tokens with a with an with a actual chipboard 
oh, know, very cool. hard cardboard token. Yeah. Um, and some other things that I, I, I'm going to keep a little bit Mystery of a secret things. right now. But um, if we get enough up there, we, we, we've got lots of ways we can improve the game because, you know, the more volume you have, the, sure. the cheaper it is to produce these things. And so we can throw in a lot of extra uh, extra upgrades, value for yeah. the upgrades for the backers. And it's good that you've thought yeah. about these things in advance. So there's oh, yeah. a lot of times where I've backed Kickstarters and they've been very successful and they're like, oh, we got to get stretch goals. What can we do? And it's just like, what? Oh yeah, that doesn't yeah. make any sense to this. Why? Why? No, yeah, and it's like I've there's many games I've played where I love the base game. Mm-hmm. The game that they obviously spent a year or two working <laughs> on designing <laughs> yes. is amazing. And then I play the stretch goal expansion. I'm like, that is never coming out of the box again <laughs> nice. because you can tell that it was that thing. It, it was, was that last, last minute. minute. They're like, oh god, we funded. Uh, design a str- design an expansion. Let's go. Okay, let's do this and put it out there. Yeah, and it's yep. not been tested properly, and it's just you know. But, this, but the stretch goals for you guys are, are actually just improving the mostly appearance and durability of your yeah, game. Yeah, that's that's our, our primary thing there. And then we, we have a few farther up there. If if we do the mystery goals, if we fund yeah. really really well, which I'm hoping we do, we have some other stuff going on. But uh, I, actual meat. I like I'm just that. kidding. That's <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> I really. We like will take you to a Brazilian restaurant. <laughs> That it's improving the quality of the yeah. actual package because yeah. it it is a fun game. You will play it. You're gonna play it a lot. I, I was thinking about that too because I love the fact that when I played your guys' games, you always you had them in the little card sleeves. Yeah. How what are the size of your cards? The, they're standard poker size. Two, two and a half by three and a half. Yeah. yeah. So standard poker size. How do you know that? How do I know what two and a half? The by standard things. poker size. Uh, actually, how do you do, know do that? Do you really want to know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Super sorry. That's, that's a weird tidbit of information. Because I mean, yeah, tell us recently. Like we know it, but there's a reason. I, yeah, exactly. I didn't know it a few months ago. I exactly. Yeah. You guys, I get. I didn't know it a few months ago either because I have recently got uh, the the when you play five e Dungeons and Dragons, you can buy spell cards. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. And I bought the spell cards, and I had to figure out what the size of them were. So because I want to get the 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 sheet. That you can yeah. you know you can put them in, and so that so I found it. And as I was doing my research, I found out that the standard size for a for cards is yeah. two and a half by three nope. and a half. This this answer totally scans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get it. Well, and it's one of those things where poker cards they're two and a half by three and a half, but because of that measurement, U.S. poker cards are about two millimeters smaller in each direction, I think, than European ones because there's not a direct correlation. Oh, sure. So, uh, which doesn't, I mean, the sleeves, when you buy a poker slice they've sleeves, got a, they've they're got just, a little guess. That's, yeah. that's yeah. why you'll you notice. Do you want me to freak out? It's 91 by 66 millimeters. There you that's go. The, yeah. That's the... That part I did and not that know is actually, That is actually just Because you're an American. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is slight... Well, because I also looked at the... There's a... Wish.com. It's a... It's a mm-hmm place where you can get basically things from China for really, really cheap. <laughs> it's basically I want the, the Chinese man. spell cards. Well, it's no. No, knock they off, different. Knock off eBay.com. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, anyway, <laughs> yes, the, the, the European or, or, or Asian is 91 by 66. <laughs> that's spectacular. Yeah. And I, I'm just a font no. of worthless knowledge. I, so that's no, I, I, appreci- I appreciate yeah. uh, the, the expertise that you bring. <laughs> and it's one of the reasons we went with that size, the poker size card is just because it's well, it's standard, standard for a reason, it, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's, the most, it's one of the most common. Um, if I'd gone, like, because our hand size is only four cards at any one time, mm-hmm. it works fine. Uh, poker cards, if you get above about five to six cards in your hand, it gets a little... Yeah. A little, mm-hmm. well, I've played Uno. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's why, yeah. That's why um, the, if you, you'll see a lot of games that have ho- larger hand sizes than that. They actually use bridge cards. Because mm-hmm. bridge mm-hmm. cards are just as tall, 
but they're uh, about a, I'd say it's a quarter inch it's or like so. A, it's like a half inch, I think. Quarter to a half inch thinner, so you can hold more yeah. in your hand. Right. Yeah. And that's, of course, I mean, what I love about your stretch goals is the fact that you, you mentioned Uno, and if you've ever played Uno and you know what your cards look like now, yeah. after <laughs> playing them for so long, that's, you know, I mean, one of the beautiful things about you guys being able to improve the quality of the cards, they'll last longer. Because <laughs> this is one of those games you will play you a lot. Play. And you're probably going to play around food and drink <laughs> because yeah. well, it will that, make and, you And, hungry. like, there's a lot of game shops opening out, like Loot and XP oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff, where they're going to get played hundreds of thousands. Right. Oh. Hey, that reminds me of a question. Do you guys have a retailer option as so part of your current we Kickstarter? don't have a retail level, but there's under the uh, reward section mm-hmm. in the main body of things, there's... Uh, we have a thing in there for retailers if they're interested in the game to contact us, basically email us directly, and uh, we'll you know discuss a retail version with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have mentioned that if, like, if you got does like that, ten of them, that maybe you so can like, get it for does that get to count towards your Kickstarter goal? Yeah, it, it can. Yeah, it so can. Ba- basically the idea is we'll work it out with them. Um, and there's like an option of like you can, and then put, then we'll just have them choose the no reward option, but yeah. we'll, yeah. we'll work ah, out because what that, that's getting. excellent. That yeah. way, oh. they, and that way, instead of having to say for a retailer you have to back for five copies or yeah, ten yeah, copies, yeah, yeah, yeah. they can say, "Hey, I'd like you know three or I like." I'm pretty you know, sure I can sell three of these. I'm not sure yeah. I could sell so, five of them. So that sure. way, we right. can work with them on how many they think that they can actually that they want that they can actually sell. We can work with them on the shipping and that's make spectacular. It. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, so if they just put down like two hundred dollars and said I worked with you guys, and they they would just put down the amount without yeah. it, without any, and then you guys will ship we, you them, them in the top. Yeah, yeah. that's wonderful. Which which is great because I'm I'm pretty sure Loot and XP have they mentioned an interest? <laughs> oh yes, they, they're, they're definitely yeah, we're, yeah. We're talking about uh, so they're definitely it's gonna, come up. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah, and and, and Game HQ guys, I mean you, uh, this would be yeah. Game HQ only goes through distri- or, distribution. Yeah, at least yeah. from what we've talked to them. So what we talked uh, about, which is understandable for a lot of the bigger stores, it's just it's easier for them. It's a one-stop shopping. They go to their distribution. It's a comic book store That's how a lot of retailers do it. We have talked to um, who are the guys in? DZ Comics DZ Comics. They've showed some interest. I'm going to get back to them soon. They're in more. DZ Comics and more. That is a really nice shop. I was very pleasantly surprised yeah, yeah. the first it's, time. It really that is I a nice shop. There. It's very spacious. They've got some like computers in there for like land party type yeah. stuff. They've, it's a really cool wow. shop. I, yeah, I think the I mean the, the title of the shop is DZ Comics and Games, and that's or DZ Comics and Gaming. I think is their actual. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you walk in when you first walk in. It's like to your left, there's the comic store. Right in front of you is the game store. Then there's all the game slash comic related memorabilia. Yeah. Then you walk past that, and then there's the two big game rooms where you can sit down and play. Then there's the console games. Then there's the video games. <laughs> then there's the VR suite. Yeah. Like they, I'm uh, not gonna like figure out their floor plan, but the the actual store part is maybe a third of the space, yeah, and the rest they, is very clean, very well oh, lit. Yeah. It's gaming space of yeah. various types. I yeah. know where I'm going this afternoon. No, Go check them out. No, yeah, they're, they're great. <laughs> right off the right off I-35. So very very easy. I, I went there because I, this is a rabbit trail, but it's worth shouting them yeah. out because they, we we don't have all the game stores that we might no. like to have. Yeah. And so we were let's just shout out the ones. This, yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, I needed. Uh, I know nothing about uh, competitive Pokemon, but my son wanted to play competitive Pokemon, and that was one of the places that that we went because they were doing one on Wednesday night. They were the only one doing on Wednesday night, and he, by God, wanted to play competitive Pokemon right now, and um, <laughs> which I get is very yeah, exciting. Like, and uh, but but and I was like, all right, well, we're gonna go check it out, but be prepared i may literally turn you right back around and walk out the door yeah and then i was like no this is this is all right hey 
And then they were super nice also oh, and yeah. really helpful yeah, and the whole deal. So, yeah. yeah, go check them out if you have not. DZ um, Comic. DZ as in D as in dog, Z as in zebra. So, great. And I'm not surprised that they're talking. That's wonderful. And also, we've been talking to, they're not open yet, but Edmund Unplugged has started talking to us a little bit. And they're going to be another game cafe up in Edmund. Oh, very cool. Similar to Luton XP. Really? Is that the one that Gates You've got my attention. No, that's that's Shuffles in Tulsa. Yeah. I haven't talked to them directly. I think they might be interested, but I don't know Shuffles. for sure. And well, we've also got... talked to... I know uh, people. Um, uh, Covenant in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were really friendly, and they, they seem pretty receptive. We haven't... Yeah. Even... They're they're more of a competitive gaming scene. Yeah. But, yeah. but they, yeah, they were really cool. I'm going cool to Tulsa today. I'll, I'll see. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, you guys, do, are you guys aware of this meat party game that I've heard no. so much about? But no, about? yes, I, like, yeah, since... There's a couple of guys flinging their meat around over here. <laughs> since since Super, since Super BitCon, I've, I've been all over the place since Super BitCon, showing this to yeah. any, anyone who will sit down and try it. <laughs> I, it's like, play it. Yes, let's do this. Yes. Yeah, if, uh, once you guys get this, once uh, April's around, you've got your own copies, will you guys be selling them at your, at like, at like the convention, instead of just being able to play it, will be people be able to come in and buy them from where you, will you have tables or will you be uh, vendors at some if, place? If I don't know. If there's conventions, yeah, we'll probably. Yeah, we, we, will, we will almost certainly have um, additional copies that we will be selling retail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of those will go to retailers. Some of them we will be selling at uh, whatever conventions we you end up going to, you will make yourselves retailers. Yeah, we yeah. haven't yeah. we haven't really gotten that far yet, um, and that's the plan for now. We may eventually start selling some online ourselves, but um, for now, we're just going to focus process. on. Yeah, yeah, it's a process. I mean, some of it really on depends on how well we find. Like, that's yeah. absolutely that's absolutely that's true. Well, and uh, of course, certainly if if you get the stretch goal and you can get a more quality game, mm-hmm. then you can sell it for more. Uh, I mean, that's after that's, the Kickstarter. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. When, uh, when, when, Get when, in when early, you've got friends. Quality, yeah. So right. Yeah. Well, we're got whatever the price ends up being um, in retail. So uh, which will probably be, I think, twenty six dollars. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the price regardless. Well, oh. that that'll be our recommended price. That'll be our that'll be our MSRP. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, and yeah. and retailers can of course do. You know, Do what whatever they, what they shady business. I'm yeah. just kidding. But yeah, but regardless of if we hit higher stretch goals and get better quality games, <clears throat> that MSRP is not going to change. Okay. So people backing it on the Kickstarter, it's 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 twenty one dollars mm-hmm. plus shipping, and then in retail, the MSRP will be twenty six dollars. So backing it on Kickstarter, you are definitely getting a discount. Yeah, sure. Um, even with the shipping, you know, you're, it's it's going to be about the same as what you'd pay in a uh, in in retail. But you're getting it. You way get earlier. it first, yes. yeah. And uh, you're getting the PDF version right now, right? Yeah. So well, you can well, yeah. immediately start very, playing very this game yeah. now, or well, shortly. Yes, I sure. Yes. Again, it's a process, and also it's like now, when, you know, in, in the real yeah. world, considering yeah. April of 2018. Or, yeah, I, th- I think we are just now at like the 24 hour mark of the. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, we're not not quite even at the we're 23 hour. Mark. So yeah, yeah. We're at the 20. now I, now like is to, relative. I like yeah. to take it back a little bit, yes. so people don't have to listen. Listen to the last podcast we did with them. No, we because I love the story that. so much. Okay. Is how you came up with the idea of the game. Okay. <laughs> I know you're probably tired of telling no, it, yeah. but so, uh, I love the story. So we were at the first Pack South down in San Antonio, the big, you know, huge, massive gaming convention. And we'd gone down there. It was about what eight or eight or nine of us. Just yeah, big, it was a big table. Yeah, big group of friends. We were at the convention all weekend. The final night, that Sunday night, you know, we the the convention floor is closed. We've left. We're, we're all excited and hamped up. And one of our friends was like, "Oh, we should we should go to this uh, this you know uh, 
I think it was Fogo de Chao was our first try. They were full. Like, they had like a... It was like out, an hour away. Like an hour, hour and a half wait. And then they went, oh, wait, but there's another one. So we went to Texas State Brazil. Yep. So it's just one of these, you know, Brazilian steakhouses. And we go in there and we sit down and we're all amped up with energy. We've been at a geek con all weekend. Yeah, you have that con and, high. Yeah, we've got the con yeah, high con going high. on. <laughs> and, you know, at first they're like, oh, the salad bar and... Every one of us falls for the trap. We and all I, we all get some like some stuff off right, the salad and I, bar. I've got to say, you, you go in and you look at this salad bar, and this salad bar alone is worth the the, the price of eating there. <laughs> like, it's the most amazing salad uh, bar you've seen. I They've would, got you know, I would fall for like that like like the, this, this lobster bisque, and you know, and there's there, you know, there's sushi and salad and all these different like just beautiful yeah. things there. I went with veterans. Who kept me from falling in the trap? Yeah, right. but, so, but yes, yeah. it's a trap. But, so that but first, you don't know at first. Yeah, yeah. You don't so that first know. time we all fall for the trap, and then we sit down. You know, and then we get there, and then the the you know the the waiters start coming around with the you know the swords of meat, and <laughs> we're and we're also sitting there because of the con high. We're you know we're drinking beer and whiskey, and we're you know just eating ridiculous amounts of food. And one of our friends, who is notorious <laughs> for doing things at restaurants that would embarrass you. He starts like he's the first one. He starts like flipping people's tokens, and then he's like you know stealing food from people's plates when they're not looking, and then you know people like there was at one point a fork duel going on over the table. And <laughs> let me and, make a guess that fork dueling was probably one of your early drafts, but later <laughs> later discarded. Yeah, I understand. But, but so all that, and I'm just sitting there. I, I I happen to be sitting at the end of the table is where I ended up, and I'm sitting there drinking a, a really nice glass of scotch, like. I, I'm almost to the I hate myself point of the eating, but I'm just like sitting there trying to let it digest, watching all this, and like I'm just you know thinking, huh? I can make a game out of this because all weekend we'd be talking about things we could make games out of. Yeah. Because we'd gone to all kinds of panels and stuff, and then you know the next day I'm like, yeah, that was silly, and we you know drove home, and then about a week later, it was like you know six or seven days later, one night I'm just sitting there and I couldn't get the thought out of my head. And in a roughly an hour and a half, I went from, I'm going to start writing this down to, oh, I have a prototype. Yeah, and then that's fantastic. Now, two and a half years later, like, the game now only vaguely resembles that original prototype. <laughs> yes. But Th- That is proper game design <laughs> thinking right. very much. Yeah, but, but it's, if it actually did look exactly the same, we'd be worried. Yeah, that's... but no, I mean, it's like, a lot, of the, a lot of the same ideas are there. They're just much better implemented now. Right. So, but yeah, it was... You know that that happened, and you know, I when I first took it, my friends, it was the same thing. They looked at it, and it's like this is a weird idea. It's like, oh, let's try it, and they they really loved it. But at the same time, they're like, okay, all these different things are broken. I'm like, okay, started taking notes. You are correct. And let me you know, write them down. Right. And then yeah, went from there. So can I just say how proud I am? I actually just funded you guys. Oh, thank you. Wow, thank you so much. Were you 63? Because yeah. I was 28. Oh, I don't oh even. Now, where do you find it? How? Which would? Because I don't. Well, think... it, you're probably the newest. We, all right, well, I can't look up the dashboard. What oh, does it on my say phone. on the the tweet that I just put out? Maybe I don't know. It well, you'll you can just kind of look and see yeah. what number there, unless someone backed at the same time as you. Oh, it looks like you're yeah, 64. Oh, 64. Oh, okay. oh, look at that. So yes, uh, do you guys, uh, if you're you're listening to this right now, get the, so this. This is so away. important to get this game. It's it, this is a fun game. I um, I was I was. So excited! I, I did my memory of going back the, the after party for the Super BitCon and watching you guys play, and I was just yeah. going, "What yes. is this? I think we're having you on our podcast." Oh yes, yes. <laughs> no, I, I remember that. Yeah, because we had um, because the first day got got stormed out sadly, yeah. and yeah, so we went to the at main event that party, and we yeah we just we figured why not we're gonna bring it. I actually that day instead of being at the con all day, I went to Loot Next P for several hours. 
And then I left Luton XP and drove up to main event and was there for several hours. <laughs> yeah, and it was just enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. And then we got the chance to play it here. Yes. Uh, which, again, was that situation. We got done in 20, 25 mm-hmm. minutes and immediately knew we had to do the podcast, which all pissed us off. But I want to really play it play again. It. <laughs> Tell yep. me, because I, I know you were live streaming some of the games from Luton XP last yeah. night. Is there, for, for people who may be trepidatious of games that they have never played, uh-huh. uh, is there like a pretty robust uh, actual play video or something that you can point them at? So we don't have a full playthrough video up, but what we do have is a how-to-play video. It's mm-hmm. about three minutes of Dave explaining how the game works. Um, we've got two reviews posted to the site right now yep. from uh, professional game reviewers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, one of them is the cranky old gamer, and he... <laughs> I'm he, familiar. He super <laughs> loved the game. Like, he was... You know, he, yeah. he's been very, very supportive. Uh, the other one is by the Board Game Vault. Uh, he didn't enjoy the game quite as much. Like it, his review was basically that it's really well put together, very streamlined, but it wasn't. He, he the theme doesn't didn't really hit for him, yeah. which is you know understandable. But um, he does really one of the reasons we went with him is he does really good does two minute reviews, and the first minute is a here's how to play this game, and so if you watch nice. this, you know watch the whole review obviously, but the first minute of his you can watch mine as a three minute where I go into like very nuanced into a lot of things mm-hmm. or a very streamlined you know here's how to play the game the first minute of his review is very clear on that nice. too. So. that's really cool and, and it's just a great it's just a fun game it is I, it, although it will make you hungry yeah. everyone uh, wants to eat after yeah. you play the game okay not quite everybody because here is your dose of irony from uh, the Luton XP launch party yesterday my wife who is physically incapable of digesting meat <laughs> yes won our game <laughs> That's by, even better. by a sizable margin, like by a decent go. And she was just like, I'm in this game for the irony. Do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it surprises me how often vegetarians win the game. Like, I don't know why, but if there's a vegetarian at the table, maybe people just don't like attack them as much. Evil. I don't know, but they always tend to yeah, win. Maybe vegetarians they, are evil yeah. masterminds. That one time at Luton XP. Hi, vegetarians. Like I said, I've played this game a lot. I played it with my D&D group. And the pregnant woman one. Yes, I remember that one because I was pl- I was doing something else, playing a, a different game with some people, and Nikki came over and said, "Hey, do you have your game?" Here you go. And of I just course it to I her. do. Yes. And she walks over, and then half an hour later, she comes back. She slams it on the table, and I look at her and go, "You didn't win." She went, "The pregnant woman won," and she marched away. <laughs> the pregnant would. woman won, and I was just, just like, "Well, okay then." Well, she was Nikki, eating for Nikki two. Nikki get real upset when she loses things she thinks she ought to win. Let's talk about my trip to Luton XP's trivia night. Oh, no, let's not. Lord, when I beat her at Lords of Waterdeep. Oh, my God. I don't like losing at games. I feel like I'm an expert at it. Well, and, and the worst thing, I, we didn't hear the end of it because it was my first time to ever play the game. Oh, Lord. <laughs> And like, Ooh, I bet you got yelled got at more than me. I got the crap lord. I got the crap lord. And uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. She. Uh, yeah. We were playing another prototype of another game that I'm working on, and she <laughs> threw the cards on the ground at one point. Yes, she did. Stomping away. I was purposely hoarding. <laughs> Nikki's a good loser, you guys. <laughs> well, and it's really good sport. She she had figured out. She had come up with a strategy that was working very well for her until I figured out what her strategy was. Mm. In which case, in which turn, I turned it against her and destroyed her. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have all these cards for no reason. Yeah, for like, no ah, reason. So it's just I, like. The Lords of Waterdeep, I just followed the rules. And I'm like, I just go, okay. And logically, I was like, hey, well, then I'm supposed to do this and this and this and this and this. Oh, well, you won. 
great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, then the experiment is successful. There you go. Uh, you'd mentioned uh, Will about uh, uh, other products. Yeah. Uh, tell me oh, what's what, what okay, else is observed so, source kind of Is it terrifying to talk about your next project at this stage? <laughs> no, it, it's 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 early to talk about my next project at this stage, but that's okay. Yeah, we've got um, a couple other games that are in development. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, one. Uh, well, we've got two games that um, I des- I was the, the main designer on, and Dave's helped me develop them. Uh, one of them is called Space Madness, and it's a really simple, mm, abstract, um, tile-based board game where you're trying, you're you're all um, on a space station, you're all crazy, and you all want to get everybody else sucked out an airlock while you still survive. Let me let me sh- put. It takes like what. Five minutes, if that, to play like, this yeah, game. It's like a five to ten. And then you're minute, like, yeah. let's go again. Let's go again. Yeah, yeah. Let's it's, go it's again. It's a little pocket game. It takes because setup is part of the game. Because you're laying, you're building the ship first with tiles. That takes like five minutes, and then it's five minutes of each person taking their actions very carefully, trying to decide, okay, what do I do here? And then all of a sudden, someone looks at the board, realizes, ah, they all made mistakes. Open the airlock. You're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it is a very fast-paced game. And then you're like, let's play again. Yes, uh, no, 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 no. We got to do that again. No, yep. no, no, no. I mean, if you're Nikki, it's two minutes of nonstop screaming. <laughs> no. And then let's play again. It's nonstop breatment. <laughs> yes. I was going to use a different word. So what's the right term? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you're all wrong about everything and are dead to me. All right, let's play again. Okay. <laughs> you want to play again? Let's play again. <laughs> so uh, another game that, that that will probably be our next project after after we um, after we this successfully one. after we fun, successfully yes. fund and fulfill this one is it's called True Names and it's another card game with uh, two to four players and it's, it's all about what? true names true names so it's all about um, you're I all basically using too. the magic of naming things. A la, you know, Patrick Rothfuss books and mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. to gain the powers of these different spirits and use those to uncover your opponent's names and um, and defeat your opponents by by speaking their names. And so all the cards are these different syllables that you can create the names of things to gain the powers and use these different powers. Which this one originally started as a kind of build your own language game, didn't it? It, it did. That was my original idea was a language building game and that didn't quite work out. So with so many of these ideas, yeah, language is really hard. (laughs) With so many of these games, like you, you end up getting an idea that you just start thinking of, Oh, it'd be cool to have something like this. And by the time you've got a prototype together, it's a totally different thing from what your original idea was. Um, and that's what happened with this one. But at this point, that one's, uh, we don't have any art for it yet. And we'll start doing that as soon as we have, I'm very excited to do so. for and the art. Yeah. yeah ho- so hopefully sometime in, and I'm saying this way early, sometimes in April or May, that might launch on Kickstarter sure. if yeah. everything goes according to plan. Well, and is Ellie helping you out with the art on that one? Yeah, too? absolutely. That, that's she's, the plan, yeah. She, we want her to help us out with, with pretty much everything. Um, the third game we've got that is really far along is um, one that Dave's designing. It's called War Rigs, and this one is... Wait, what? It, uh, it is yeah. a post-apocalyptic... It's inspired... You don't say. It's inspired by, like, you know, Road Warrior or Fury Road. It's a post-apocalyptic road race. Uh, each person has, you know, has their, their war rig... At the beginning of the game, they they pick a driver, they pick a rig, and those together uh, create the deck of cards that is their like you know what what they have available to them, and then each turn as they're they're moving around around the the modular map, 
and they can play cards to attack each other or to defend themselves or try to get a, a speed boost. Okay. It's like post-apocalyptic Mario Kart. Can we? A little bit. Or, or, or a post-apocalyptic uh, uh, Milliborn. Yeah, well, yeah, the of. original inspiration for this one, my, and again, like you said, games evolve over time. The very first concept for this one was... Um, I was playing Dominion, and I'd been watching a lot of Fury. I'd watched Fury Road recently. And I was like, "What if I made a like Fury, like a Mad Max style deck builder?" And then I remembered playing Millsborn as a child, and went, "What yeah. if I made Millsborn that was fun?" Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyone who's played Millsborn, I Mills love this Born, game. Why do people always no, knock the games? Millsborn is a lot of fun until you get a stop card, because then, because then, you have to get a go card to move again. And it'll take you ten turns before you flip over a freaking go turn. It's like, of course, the worst is if you get like an accident, and then not only you're looking for the way to repair yeah, your car, yeah, but then you have to find and you're discarding yeah. go cards just to try and get like, to yeah. draw this one. Mil- yes. M- Millsborn is a is a card game that was designed in I think the sixties. Yes, and oh, but back when games didn't have to be fun. No. Well, and well, it's, it's, it's part it's, of it's also part of it's back when a lot of game designers design games specifically to take. An hour or two, even card yeah, games. They right. yeah. they were meant to take the afternoon. Nowadays, you, you most a lot of people want like especially for card games, they want something that's going to take thirty minutes. Right, so. it's a shorter amount of time. Well, I've been my, and I, I will always uh, I've enjoyed playing the game when when I was younger. Uh, what really got me was when I sat down with my son to play uh, the game, and he not only enjoyed the game, but within the first game had already started to figure out how to stop me. He was, I mean, he, and he was only like six years old. So I was so thrilled with the fact that he had learned so quickly how to stab his father in the back. It was just a good job. I was was so full of pride in the game of Thrones. (laughs) Millsborn is a very backstabby game. Yes, it is. Um, But so it's, it's that, but it's still that it sounds like that kind of, I love this idea. So like, yeah. So the original concept was trying to kind of combine Millsborn and like a deck builder. And I actually made that game. And mechanically, it worked perfectly. It was not fun at all. Uh, it, oh, like, so good. like I, I play tested too much Millborn. I play tested it four or five times, and the general result from everyone was this works. Like there was no one had questions. Like everything was intuitive. They played it, and in every case, the person who won was like, "That was that was kind of fun," and everyone else was just, <laughs> "I like it because I won." And yeah, and everyone else was just like, eh, "I don't think I'd play that again." And so that got kind of scrapped. So what I have now is. There's still a little bit of the deck building stuff in there. So like I said at the beginning, you'll pick your your driver who has a small deck of cards and your vehicle that has a small deck of cards, and those go together. And then there's an actual module board with – if we make this game, it'll have minis. You'll have your, your mini. Right on. And so you'll move around on that board, and that kind of also determines who you can shoot at you know, when you're playing uh, weapon cards. Car Wars. There's yeah. A, there's a little bit of Car Wars in there God, as well. I love it. A little bit of Car oh Wars gosh. in there as well. <laughs> and then there also is going to be scattered on the board – Tokens that if you move over those, you draw a card from an event deck, and that event deck, some of it's upgraded weapons, some of it's landmines. Oh. Sometimes it's raiders. You don't okay. know. So yeah, it's Mario Kart. So I what I need, what I need is when you get close to this, what I need is an unsellable version that's just for me, <laughs> so that we can play Speed Racer. <laughs> because the massive marketing failure of Speed Racer was that I'm not still playing Speed Racer games. <laughs> Because I really wanted to every time I see that movie, which is often. A lot of Speed Racer at my house. I'm just saying. So I like Fury Road. I'm into this because yeah. I also love Fury Road. But sometimes it's like, 
Maybe I'd like to imagine myself not running from a horrible monster man with my dignity. Yeah. Maybe I just want to have a race. <laughs> and, I, well, and, and, and I grew uh, back in the, the late 80s uh, playing Car Wars, late yeah. 80s, early 90s sure. with my friends, gaming friends, and we would, we would sit around and just play for hours. Yeah. Because uh, there's no Wars. other way to play Car Wars. I yeah. played a lot it, of it Twisted Metal growing yeah. up. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that was a great game. Yeah, all all oh, yeah. of these things yeah. were inspiration in this Right one, on. So, so I'm it. just yeah. like, yes, but so, yeah, I want to be Axel from yeah. Twisted so, Metal. <laughs> so War Rigs, is a, it's, it's got a ways to go. Yeah. Right now, uh, True Names would probably be the next game we do. Uh, Which is super, super fun. Space no, Madness, all that sounds super maybe fun. after that one. We, okay. we don't quite know. And then War Rigs is probably... It's probably got at least another year of development before I think it'll be ready. To so here is the thing, listeners: if you weren't necessarily sold on Meat Party, <laughs> just wait a year. But you, yeah. no, 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 no. Now. <laughs> yeah, yes, because yes. a trust us that, that the guy. game is super fun. But b all these other things like come from success. I mean, yes, I mean, you true. will make some effort on them regardless. Oh, I know, yeah. I know how this right. works, yeah. right? Um, but but I mean, uh, a success here speeds up production i mean you know like exactly. things move forward they get you know it's yeah. everything will build on everything else yes and if, yeah. if, just if, so if it, when this funds you know that's giving us the opportunity to start building this into you know in, in, in into a bigger company an absurdist empire exactly you know and then that, that'll, that'll push forward our next projects which will get even bigger and better you right. know yep. um everything builds and everything so right now you know this is this is a our side project. This is this is the thing we love to do when we're not working our full time jobs. Yeah. yeah, and you know, eventually maybe this will be our full time job, and that's Absolutely. that's the hope, you know. Well, and that's why I, why I wanted to ask about that because uh, hopefully the idea is that absurdist production people who are wanting to maybe. When you do a Kickstarter, yes, you're wanting to do it for the game. But I'm hoping that people also think, well, I I want Kinda to to back the company. And Absurdist Productions is not just putting out this game and that's it. This is hopefully going to be, I would hope, eventually a full-time gig for you guys. Yeah, I hope yeah. so too. And another thing about it is we want to support and build up the local gaming scene. Mm -hmm. yeah. yes. You know, uh, the Kickstarter is available to anybody in the entire world who wants to, to, to back the game, except maybe Antarctica. If you're down there, I don't think we can ship there. <laughs> Penguins but shipping gets com complicated. <laughs> it gets yeah. complicated. But yeah, it's available like to anyone everywhere. Stuff. But we we we're we're dedicated and 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 trying to focus on doing um, a lot as much as we can to help promote the local gaming scene. Mm -hmm. We're going to the the Oklahoma board game community stuff. We're we're you know helping promote that. We're going to the local cons. We're um, let's just say we see you guys. Right, yes. we know. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and there we, we want to use David. local talent yeah. as much Hi, as, we, as possible. Yeah. Everybody that's working with us is from the area. Right. Um, you know, we, we want this to be a local thing. We want to make Oklahoma City into a place where people go, oh, that's not, it's not weird that there's a, a, a board game coming out of Oklahoma City. That's, you know, yeah. people make board yeah. games in Oklahoma City Hopefully too. Hopefully it'll be a, a more of a feeling of pride or some or someone from outside going uh that came from oklahoma city yeah. that's a that's a quality game mm -hmm. you know yes that's so it's almost the reverse of, of feeling weird that something's coming out of oklahoma city right feeling like this that's where we well, can create obviously quality games. that came out of oklahoma that's right that's right there's, there's a great there's a great shops here there's great gamers great people like this is you know yeah. it's there, we need more of this yeah you know mm -hmm. It's like a, a you know shout out the uh, Oklahoma board game community. They they got fantastic. a they got a meetup group. They've got the Facebook group. Um, like but prior to like you know 
getting with you guys, getting on here, and like when I uh, actually started going to Loot and XP, I'd started going to their events, mm-hmm. and you know they have been they've been super supportive, and you know I you know I've, that's where we met was Loot. And yeah, XP. I've I've done I've done massive amounts of playtesting with you know for diff- different events that the Oakland Board Game Community Group does because they have events everywhere, so. It's been fantastic. Have you thought? Have you guys thought about reaching out to any of these uh, national? Uh, I think of like Geek and Sundry. Uh, <laughs> is there any? I just I don't know if it's so hard to get a hold of those type of people. Yeah. Working with Super Bitcoin and stuff, like okay. trying to get I didn't into know. any yeah, sort of celebrity yeah. type right. status, is so so difficult. With because a lot of the big ones and the the, the more popular ones, they they want a already published game mm-hmm. before they'll oh, they'll look yeah. at it. Yeah. So okay. if I mean once we fund, sure. you know, and once we get it out there, then we can start talking to people mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, we are uh, the for Pack South, which since, partially since it was kind of the inspiration for this, but they also at Pack South they have what they call the Indie Showcase, which is they pick mm-hmm. uh, I want to say it's eight eight or ten games each year, like from independent uh, independent publishers that they will basically they give you a free booth, they give you some space, and you can set up and during the convention you can sit there and you know demo your game if you have mm-hmm. copies to sell you sell your games. Uh, their submissions for that are opening up soon, and we're definitely going to submit for that. When yeah. is Pack South this year? Pack South or next is year. it's in January. I don't remember. Middle the January, I think it's sixteenth and seventeenth, something like that. It's it's a weekend in the middle of January. Yeah, and where's it looking? It's San Antonio. San Antonio. San Antonio. Okay. But yeah, so uh, we're we're definitely going to apply for yeah. their. Uh, and it's highly showcase. competitive, so we're yeah, hopeful. it's it's very competitive, but we're hopeful. Um, but yeah, the indie showcase, like the rule, the the rules for the indie showcase is literally. Your game has to be published by you, so it's got to be you know right. you, you got to be the one publishing, and your company can't be more than I th- think it's like five or ten people. Like they're they're mm. they're targeting yeah. small, small indie shops. developers. That's like yeah. their thing. So yeah, we're definitely gonna definitely gonna apply for that, and you know, crossing fingers. Yeah, that's so. awesome. That'd be cool. That's gonna be so much fun, and 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 we're very excited. If people, oh, you can go to get Kickstarter. Is it? Uh, it's it's Kickstarter dot com. Is it a slash of the uh, yeah, series it, of numbers and letters? Yeah, yeah. search search to Oscar. It, it, yeah. Oh, if you go, spell it. <laughs> yeah, if you go on Facebook to Absurdist Productions, uh-huh. uh, on our Facebook page, the top pinned post up there is a direct link to it. You can click that, click the picture, it'll take you to it. Uh, or if you go on to Kickstarter, you can look up Chuascaria C H U R R. A S C A R I A, and we will also post it on the Facebook. We page. will also be yeah. pasted, and also I was just thinking. Uh, oh, I was I used yeah, it for my we, iPad. I've shared it on Instagram. I've shared it on Twitter, the Facebook. I'm on Board Game Geek. I'm going to be on Reddit this afternoon. Like the social media will be yeah. out. Yeah, this, this weekend is the social media blitz, uh, and then I think we'll hit up Devin. We'll make her put yeah, it on. I Yelp believe or on Sunday I'm actually going to a Oakland board game community event here in. Uh, it's up on Northside OKC. I don't remember exactly where off to look offhand, but so I'm gonna be going to one of their events tomorrow to kind of show the game again in person to people. So. Non-stop, yeah. Excellent. Nonstop marketing for the play next days. some game. You then you'll go back it. That's how this will yeah. work. Yes. I was trying to see if you could just search gluttony. Yes, you can. Oh. If you cannot What else comes up? Well, that... uh, Not to rabbit trail too hard, but for real, what else comes Comes up? up. For Uh, gluttony? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I can't read. Oh, neat. I can build my own vomitorium. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Uh, Yeah, the gourmand of gluttony. Fringe, New York City. I don't know. Uh, Some other stuff. All right, I was just curious. (laughs) The jigs up, yeah. Um, but I'm sure, actually, if I were to actually, I, I'm just kind of searching things. Absurdist. 
Absurdist uh, is much easier to spell. So yeah, definitely ab- do absurdist. That. You can. It comes. It's the second thing on the list. So, yeah. So there, there are several ways to search Kickstarter to find this. And once you do, it's 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 just so easy. You can uh, just put in a credit card. So if you're already a member of Kickstarter, it's just yeah. With, with Kickstarter, it's so easy. Yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah. So you can easy. either if you have an account, it's real easy. You just yeah. you log in, you click back. It'll you know back it based on the credit card information you have in there. Um, if you're new to it, you can set up an account and that makes it easier for when you want to back other things. Mm-hmm. If you only ever planning on backing our game, which is fine too, uh, you can actually log in as a guest and do a one-time thing. It'll take your credit card information. And again, the way Kickstarter works is it's an all or nothing. We right. have, we set a goal of $11,500. If the end of 30 days, we have not made that amount, you don't get charged. You don't, right. the, you don't lose any money. If we hit that goal at the end of the time, then it will charge your credit card, and then we'll get the money, and we'll be able to make this game a thing. So. And as far as stretch goals, you, you're not releasing those. It's well, just we have the, some the, of them the are first, the first, the, the first stretch goal is already listed on the thing, which that's I, it's uh, uh, upgrading the cards yeah, upgrading to like a card. higher, a uh, better card stock. So it's going from. Yep. Uh, 300 GSM to 310 GSM, which... It, what, yeah. What's the... What do we have? It, it oh, you don't know this one, Michael? Yeah, I don't either. Basically, basically the GM, it's the weight of the paper. No, no, no. No, oh. I'm, I'm talking about oh, the, it, the, 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 the stretch goal cost. Oh, it, 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 it's $14,000. Okay, so if you so, have 14000 yeah. then we... we yeah. Then and we then, get that, yeah. And then we have like all the other stretch goals, or we haven't, sh- we're not showing them there yet. But once we, you know, w- once we fund, we'll probably add another one or two onto that list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know what we're shooting for. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and fourteen thousand. We should. I mean, we've got uh, we've got twenty nine days now. Yep. Um, it it should be possible. And again, what you're backing not only Suascaria, a incredible game, but you're also backing some absurdist. Great, yeah, the absurdist, yes. absurdist productions and all the future things that we have going on. There's a. I really want to play this <laughs> this game that you're talking about. The, the, I want to play all these games. That yeah, you I talk. know. So you Warwick, may have found some play testers here. Yeah. Yes. By the way, if you do want to play test these games, uh, we go to a lot of things. But one of the main things we go to is once a month the uh, Loot and XP uh, game, game developer oh, day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we we are there pretty much every month. Um, and we are bringing out our new games, um, the stuff that we, you know, that, that, that we're working on. That's in progress. Know? And yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is in progress. So a lot of it's on, you know, paper and cardboard and printed out on our home printers. But you get to see the cool stuff. And, and not just us. There's a whole community of people that are yeah. doing this. And some of them have really fantastic games. And some of them are have either been published by other people or um, are working with publishers now. So they're... Mm-hmm. There's there's a community of game designers um, mm-hmm. in this area that's that's yeah. building up. There, there's a couple of guys who they're uh, they're actually I don't know if they've signed the contract yet, but they're working a uh, contract with a publisher. They came up with a game. If you know the, the oh, it's so much fun. The uh, trolley, the um, the trolley problem the in philosophy. So the, it's this idea that um, you know you're a guy standing on the tracks and you've got control of the little track switcher mm, and know, yeah. um on one side so basically this train is going to come by this trolley is going to come by and run over five people or you can pull this lever and change it and instead it'll just run over one person but now you're responsible for that one person yeah. <laughs> so these guys came up with a board game based on that oh, i've heard i've heard about that yeah you start with that premise and then you start throwing down cards that modify <laughs> yeah. what's going on so you know like maybe and like each player who's playing cards, they have a card themselves that says either pull or don't pull. They want the they want the judge to, you know, choose to pull or not pull. So maybe it's like, well, I want him to pull, but obviously if he pulls, he's gonna kill the one guy. 
So I'm going to play a card that changes that one guy into the reincarnation of Hitler. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then, or Superman's going to come by and save this one person. Yeah, so or, it's like, yeah, he's going to be yeah. saved, so he's not in danger. Or, you or know. there's a portal that skips by this guy. There's, there's all kinds of, and they've got, I don't know all of them, but they've got a lot of really The, the one stuff. person is an actual yeah. pregnant woman. Yeah. Oh, well, then I don't know if I want to, yeah. That's a great well. That's idea. unexpectedly dark. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, for some reason, not it's, to pull that lever. To, yeah. to I mean, guess. it's that sort of dark humor that you get. Not quite as dark and irreverent as like Cards Against Humanity, <laughs> but there's there's some dark humor to it. Yeah. And um, they also yeah. they also have a number of like philosophy jokes in there that I'm not sure everyone will get, but I find right. them hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there, there are a few other guys there. There's another guy who's uh, his name is Steve Rogers, actually, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he's got a game called Homeworld, which is basically taking a uh, a, a real-time strategy game and turning it into a card game? Into a deck builder. Ooh. Into a deck builder card huh. game, which is, it's it's interesting because there's a lot of depth of strategy to it. It's a little bit of a longer game. It's a, it's a two-player, you know, like, just you know, battling it out kind of strategy game, and it, it's really good. And he's st- you know he's still working and developing that, but yeah. it's also another really solid one. And I I I don't think I have time or can remember everybody's <laughs> yeah, to go no, through. There, there's, but there's some great designers. Yeah, loot lo- next. Would you know what day that is? Uh, yeah, it's usually like the, the first or the. It I be- I think this month it's the, I want to say the twenty. It's always on a Sunday, and they do it. I think it's like the fourth. The third Sunday. Sunday? Third the third Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I don't remember offhand. I have to check. But uh, yeah, like we'll post and, it on the it's like, yeah. and every month it's yeah the number like some months there's like ten developers come out sometimes it's, you know it, it's a kind of a different batch batch every month but yeah lots of uh, local developers making very cool games so. oh that is amazing and and uh, so let us know where were you guys where can people find you on the the world wide web okay so we're on Facebook at Absurdist Productions we are on Twitter at Absurdist Prod. Because Absurdist it wouldn't let me finish typing. Yeah. We understand. <laughs> yes. And then we are on uh, Instagram, also at Absurdist Productions. That's wonderful. And Kickstarter, go check that yeah, out. Because and we Do it. Do it. Got, yeah. Yes. If you're listening us, to this, if you've gotten all the way through this hour and you're still listening to us <laughs> and you haven't actually gone to it, unless, of course, you're listening to your on your iPhone and you can't for some if reason. If you're driving, yeah. get home or yeah. wherever you're going and then back no, it. Because pull it, pull over and back really, it. Yeah, <laughs> pull over and back it. <laughs> yeah. what it your guys' call to action needs work. Listen, pull the car over. <laughs> pull over. Pull over You're now. doing this on a smartphone. Pull over. Back the damn thing. Yeah. And call your then friends Then you may pull back onto the... Uh, on. Onto the on ramp. Onto the on ramp. And, and hey, if you're thirty eight dollars, you get you progressing know, for, for your seventeen dollars. Uh, one game really, for seventeen dollars. So honestly, if I'm gonna twenty one dollars or thirty eight dollars, right. you're basically getting two for. I'm gonna put it out. Thirty eight dollar one is, is the best or best yeah. deal in the world because like, it's gonna be a fun game. If you haven't played it yet, it's awesome. And having two can people still play just, over the next month? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll I'll be continuing to go to various events. Okay. So yeah, we'll be. Uh, Make sure you check them out because I'll, I'll be out there everywhere I can be, and you'll be on Facebook <clears throat> letting people know oh, where yeah. those are. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, thanks guys. So that's our show. Uh, you can find us on our website, okigeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Okigeek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Nikki, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me at Retro Robinson on to the on the Twitter. And also, <laughs> Twitter uh, box, I think, uh, is the official term. I don't know. I don't use Twitter. Uh, and <laughs> on the Facebook page where I'm normally at. So, hanging out with all your racist uncles <laughs> on yep. Facebook. Woo. Oh, but go. what about that other thing you're doing? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. And uh, I will soon be publishing my. Uh, 
metal poetry, which is me poetically speaking in metal lyrics. Heavy metal nice. lyrics. Yeah. And it's actually quite interesting and quite moving. I still want to hear Enter Sandman. I think that'd be great. I'll put it down on my list right now. <laughs> I want you to do one of like the uh, the German or Swedish death metal bands in a language you don't speak. Oh, I did that. There's this one Russian uh, metal band, and mm, it's... nope, too soon. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, I d- this actually this is how it all started. Was uh, were you I doing the at... English version of it, or were you no? Doing I, was, I, was, I, was re- I was reading it, but they and... use a space language alphabet what it was in it was in oh, okay got it got it and so like this Fugit is how it all globin globin. Sorry. this is how it all started was because like i was making fun of it because the guy's girlfriend was there and he's she's like oh this metal music which i like metal music and so i was like slowly their blood <laughs> turns and i enjoy their pain like so i mean i can't remember exactly what the lyrics were no. but yeah <laughs> but it was it is pretty hilarious. So that's my looking new forward to this. Yes, I know metal poetry. Josh, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Joshua Unruh, and you can find me this very afternoon doing the first session in a live video seminar about Batgirl of Burnside. If you've been wondering about this crazy Batgirl business, you haven't, but you should be. It was really good, and we're going to talk about it this very afternoon. Uh, spoiler, it is a superhero story about 20-somethings that actually reads like a story for 20-somethings. Which is it's awesome. pretty fantastic. Bad Girl at Burnside. Bad, Bad Girl, Girl of Burnside. Burnside. Issue awesome. number one, dealing with it today. Right. There's a lot of new characters. <laughs> that was the first thing my patrons were like, uh, should we know who any of these people are? And I was no. like, two. Two. You should know who two of them are. No, the rest of them are all new. We'll talk about it later. And Devin uh, couldn't join us. She had work to do, but you can find her at Wubba, W-V-V-A, Whiskey Unicorn, Unicorn Victor, 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 Victor Alpha. Alpha. Yeah, after two years. You'd I wanted to say it like a Russian guy. Whiskey Unicorn, Victor, Victor, Victor. Where are the Wait, nuclear what? vessels? So complicated. And you can find me at KOSU Michael C. Until next, oh, be sure and subscribe to this podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Will and David, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>